Hello everyone, and welcome to Off the Beaten Path Destinations, Episode 2. Tonight, I'm going to be talking about Greece. Uh, I've never been there, but I would love to get there someday. It's beautiful. Um... When it comes to doing things in foreign countries, I believe um, if you're trying to do something that's off the beaten path, not so popular, um, all you have to really do is place yourself at the heart of the country or area you're in. Um, may mean you need to go where most people would be afraid to go to. Um, wander the streets with the locals. Um, when you step outside of your resort onto a path in a lesser known town, you really begin to immerse yourself in the culture. Um, anything you eat would be authentic. Uh, yeah, the resort may have um, little samplings of food and, and things of the culture, but nothing, I wouldn't really consider that authentic. Um, more commercialized, but uh, yeah, so to really delve into the culture, that's... Um, pretty much what you would need to do. Go to little towns, unknown towns, talk to the locals if you can, um, eat and shop and just really see what it's like to live there. Um, If you have any interest for Greek mythology, there are definitely some um, def destinations that um, have history to these um, stories in Greek mythology, which is very interesting to me. Uh, so the first place is called Icaria. Uh, in Greek mythology, Icarus, son of Daedalus, I don't even know if I'm saying these names right, um, Daedalus was a master craftsman, um, uh, who built a set of wings for Icarus, uh, flies too close to the sun, And the heat melts the wax holding the wings together. <clears throat> so Icarus, <clears throat> pardon me, plummets to the sea where he drowns. Um, the lesson in that story is <clears throat> about failed ambition. Excuse me, I apologize. Um, which somewhat sets a sort of tone that relates to... Uh, the extremely laid-back nature 
of the islanders there today. Uh, so that's the first place. Um, also, in Icaria, time is not a major concern. Um, plays a part in our laid-back life. So, you know, um, shops there open at noon. And they stay open till early morning. Locals can even... Or locals are known to go in, pick something out in the store, and just leave the money on the counter. For the cashier that may or may not be there. Definitely a big difference from the area that I live from where I live now in Philadelphia. Couldn't definitely could not do that. Um yeah, so next I have um a place called Paros. It's an uncharted, uh, mildly, hardly charted Greek island. Um, scenic, very scenic, eye-catching um, landscape. Blue-white terracotta is pretty much all you see there. And, and to me, that those colors are beautiful. So, uh, Alongside the beautiful crystal blue water... Um, it's, it's just um, a sight to see. It's it's just like any other Greek island, um, you know, like the other islands that are more popular, like Santorini and Crete. Um, however, you won't find all the touristy people there. So, if you wanted to, if you wanted to enjoy an island like these two uh, major ones you can go to Paros uh, third I have uh, Plumari tiny town uh, this is what I was talking about earlier great place to do exactly that uh, immerse yourself with the locals really get into the culture of Greece Next up, I have Paxos. It's, um, <clears throat> excuse me, an island on the Ionian Sea. Um, it's got beautiful caves there, idyllic villages. Rumor has it, here we go again, Greek mythology. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, that Poseidon and Aphrodite got cozy there. So definitely an interest for people very into Greek mythology. But I'd still go there because I've never myself read too much Greek mythology. Um, But since it kind of has a little to do with history and... um, It's just a, a place I would go to because of that. I like history, so even though it's not real history, it still interests me. Um, next up, 
the next place I have is called, um, I'm trying to see if I can pronounce this right, Apolithomino Dasos, I'm not sure. Um, <clears throat> the name is misleading, they say, because um, Lesvos Petrified Forest is really the only remains of a prehistoric forest. Um, I guess that has something to do with the actual meaning of the word, you know, I guess it's like origins. Um, but, uh, yeah, you will see a lot of, um, <clears throat> old tree stumps there from prehistoric times, and these tree stumps are said to be pretty massive. Um, you can hike along the coast, and that allows you to get up close and personal to see these um, massive tree stumps. <clears throat> Next up, um, Nestor's Cave. In Greek mythology, again, Hercules slew all the sons of the king of Pylos except Nestor, who, came, who became king of Pylos himself. Uh, Nestor appears as a sage elder in both the Iliad and Odyssey. For you literature buffs out there. Um, visit Voidokilia Beach and you can take a 15 minute walk to see Nestor's cave. Which sits below the ruins of the old Pylos castle. Legend has it that this cave is where Hermes hid the 50 cattle he stole from Apollo. Number seven. There's nine altogether. Sweetwater Beach. Um, a very scenic place, again, um, but unpopular. Not too many tourist people or touristy people go there. Um, it's a great place to hike. And even better, they say, it's even better. You get, like, more breathtaking views of the scenery if you explore by kayak. Um, which, uh, that sounds awesome to me. I would love to do that. I've been canoeing, never been in a kayak, but I, I gather it's barely the same. I don't know, but um, yeah, that definitely is definitely on my interests of new things to try, or my list of new things to try. Kayaking. Uh, so, and, and also about this beach, if you are the daring type, there is no laws saying you have to wear clothes here. Just an FYI that some of you might be interested in. Um, the next place is called Lefkada. Uh, it has beautiful beaches, big nature, and small amount of tourists. Uh, the Igremni Beach is one of the best beaches in Europe, 
It's known it's uh, listed as one of the best beaches in Europe. The island is home to uh, important sites like Nidri Medieval Castle and um, oh, the Nidri Medieval Castle of Agiamara, famous for its kite surfing community. Which that looks kind of fun too. I don't know if I'd try that though. Um, last but not least, I have the Melodoni Cave. Uh, it's it was used for it's used for many religious ceremonies. Um, the history of it says that villagers fled to this cave to escape. The Revengeful Acts of Hussein Pasha. But once Pasha was aware, he ordered uh, the cave to be blocked by his people. uh, Blocked off. And it was then set set on fire. So people couldn't get out. They died uh, due to lack of oxygen. Uh, Now there's a large white tomb inside uh, inside this cave with the remains of the villagers that were in there um, which is pretty amazing um, and it's in a section of the um, cave that is called the room of heroes there's also a small chapel built in the entrance and the victims are remembered every year. Okay, so that's pretty much all I have for Greece. I'm sure there's, um, I think, well, I know for a fact there are a million, that's an exaggeration, but there are a lot more areas to explore that isn't so popular. But um, so I have time for tonight. Um, I'll probably revisit Greece in an upcoming episode. Uh, I had some... Let's see. I had a, t- a tip for you guys. Um, it's just a small little tip. Nothing, nothing big. Um... But if you, if any of you are into essential oils, um, when you travel, uh, peppermint is a good oil to have with you if you are getting on a boat or a plane and you, uh, suffer from motion sickness. Um, cause it's good for nausea. It's good for a lot of things, but, um, it's going to particularly focus on, you know, for traveling. Um, So yeah, that's my little tip for this Tuesday. And I will be talking to you in the next episode. Good night.